When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports with Kent Sterling. It is August 11th, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is or ever will be. Take control of your dental health. Call 317-849-2933. Just found out the Big Ten has voted to cancel the fall football season with their eye on playing in the spring. I, you know what? It, they may have made the right call, but I think they made the right call at the wrong time if it is the right call because they built into their schedule three weeks of buffer. They schedule their openers, they have scheduled their openers to be the weekend of September 5th, but they built bye weeks into the schedule that would allow them to begin as late as September 26th and still play 10 conference games plus the Big Ten championship game at Lucas Oil Stadium and then move on to the college football championship and all that stuff. It's a great, that made sense, right? It gives you a little bit of time. It gives you some leeway to go ahead and examine this and make the right decision and make sure that you make the right decision with all the correct information. What they've done today is taken away their ability to reevaluate. If they had, if they had postponed the opener until September 26 and said, still, we may wind up canceling the season. You know what? At least they would have three weeks to evaluate, take their time, and figure out what the right course of action is. Instead of doing that, they unplugged it today. They just said to hell with it, and there's no one ringing this bell. The bell is tolled. It tolls for Big Ten football, and it cannot be untold. And that's the way it is. And that's what the college presidents have done. And in blaming the Big Ten for a lack of, uh, you know, some kind of action plan or the NCAA for a lack of, of a big giant plan that would impact all members. You know what? The Big Ten does, is not an oligarchy that runs the 14 member institutions that comprise the Big Ten. The member institutions tell the Big Ten what to do, just as the member institutions tell the NCAA what to do. If anybody has been derelict in not putting together an actionable plan 
to make college football work this fall. It is the university presidents who have done that. It is their job. It is their responsibility. It's not up to the Big Ten to lord over the member institutions. This is a decision made by the university presidents. And whether it's a good one or not, we're going to find out over the course of the next three, four, five, six weeks. Right now, what we know is that the Big Ten has decided not to give itself the option of playing this fall and, and making that determination over the next three weeks because today they said to hell with it. We're moving forward. We're not playing football. I'm tired of talking about this. We're, we're, let's just get this done so we can go about our business of doing other things. And what they have done in the process and the reason that you really need to be circumspect, it's not a matter of greed. And, and it's not a matter of disdain for the health of the student athletes. It's not about that. What it, what it should be about is understanding in a more circumspect way all of the ramifications of canceling football. Because if you cancel football, I don't know what the hell's going to happen in the spring. You know, maybe they've talked to their media partners and the media partners have said, yeah, we'll pony up the, the way we always have. We'll honor the contracts in the spring in the way we would have honored the contracts this fall for college football. And you're still going to get a windfall of cash flowing into your pockets. So you can continue to fund scholarships and all of the, you know, the bells and whistles that make being a student athlete worthwhile and, and puts them in a position to really take advantage of their experience as student athletes. If that happened, that's one thing. But if what they're doing is sacrificing, sacrificing the, uh, the money that they would have reaped this fall, here's what can happen. And we've seen it in the MAC. We've seen schools in the MAC say goodbye to some sports. And that means saying goodbye to some scholarships. You've got 24 uh, sports at Indiana and one team, right? That's the, the slogan, 24 sports, one team. Well, if all of a sudden $50 million is gone, Indiana can't just print money in their basement. They don't have a basement where they print money, right? And the federal government is not going around handing out big giant wads of cash to public universities. That's not going to happen either. So this money is just gone. Say goodbye to the money. And so when you say goodbye to the money, what are you also going to say goodbye to? The things that the money buys. And that could very well be scholarships. Now the question needs to be asked, what happens to the players under scholarship? These fall athletes, a lot of guys, fifth-year seniors, right, who play football, or seniors who plan to do something else next year. Their last year of football, is it gone? If things don't move along in the spring, how does this affect, and I'll finish my thought, if things don't move along in the spring, do, are they welcomed back next fall on scholarship? And if they are, does that mean that the NCAA is going to ratchet up the scholarship limit from 85 to like 105 in order to allow incoming freshmen onto campus? And... So uh, let's take the Ohio State Buckeyes or the Michigan Wolverines or uh, Penn State, I suppose, Wisconsin, teams that are going to have a number of players move on to the NBA or the NFL. Are they going to play this spring? Hell no, they're not going to play this spring. 
right? So this kind of lifts the bottom of the Big Ten while suppressing the top of the Big Ten? This is really interesting, and I don't think it's a very good day. I don't, I don't think that they really took their time and, and understood the ramifications, all of the ramifications of this decision, and I don't think that they've talked about contingencies that need to be put into place uh, for spring football. If Pete Thamel is accurate in saying that the first time they really talked about it was last night, you can damn sure well bet that they didn't check all the boxes and making sure that this is a workable plan. And they could have taken the next three weeks in order to get that done. It's just an absolute shame. In other more mundane news, the Indianapolis Colts, they've signed themselves as safety. That's Tavon Wilson, an eight-year veteran, spent some time with the Patriots, spent some time with the Lions, started 13 games last year, had 90-plus tackles last year. Let's welcome to the show to talk about Tavon Wilson and other things affecting the secondary and the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks and uh, DB coach, for the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan, thanks for joining the show. What kind of a guy and what kind of a player are the Colts getting in Tavon Wilson? You know, he's a good player on tape. Um, Alan Williams has had experience with him, so it's probably a better question for Alan. But, you know, just super excited for, you know, some experience, some leadership back there. He's a great dude. Um, you know, anyone that we bring in the building, our personnel guys that are that are making those calls with the head coach and the personnel side, like they're not bringing in bad guys. So I'm always excited when we get new people in that have some experience because they're, they're fun to work with and they help the other guys, which is a huge, you know, a huge thing. Another guy the Colts signed is you well know, Xavier Rhodes. Uh, tell us about Xavier Rhodes. You coached him in Minnesota through 2017 when he was in the Pro Bowl. What did you see the last couple of years when you looked at him on film? Uh, yeah, I mean, what I saw on tape, um, you know, in my mind, what I knew of Zave was 14, 15, 16, 17. And I think 16 and 17 went to the Pro Bowl. And those two years, um, you know, he was matching the best receiver every game. So that's, and he was, you know, in 17, I mean, we were just talking about, he shut out Julio, he shut out Antonio Brown, he shut out uh, Mike Thomas. And when I say shut out, you know, you, that their best player isn't getting 10 for 110. So I think Antonio Brown had like four for 38 and one of them wasn't even on him. But when you're talking about that type of caliber player going to match their best receiver week in and week out, that's, that's tough duty. And, and he rises to that challenge. I think a little bit, just the last, when I watched um, when, you know, he became available um, just a little bit of inconsistency with, with his technique and where his eyes were and what they were asking him to do. Um, I know he's, he was coached really well there because I came from there, obviously. What are the Colts getting from Rhodes? You know, I was with Zave for uh, four years, so I think he's going on eight now. Um, what you're getting in Xavier is an ultra-competitive player. Uh, he's very prideful, like all our guys, but this guy carries himself a little bit different. Um, I do think he has a little bit of chip on his shoulder. I guess you could ask him about that. I, I don't, you know, I'm not too worried about that. I'm just worried about serving him as best as I can as his coach and hopefully that he gets uh, playing the way he wants to play that we need him to play. How does Marvell tell opting out affect your depth? Yeah, I mean, we feel good about the depth right now. Obviously, Marvell was going to be 
a part of different packages and and uh, competing for a starting job as the corner and the dime and uh, he wore a lot of different hats and his, his he really matured last year as a rookie and played 250 some odd snaps um, but um, you know other guys know they just got to step up and you know this one happened early where everyone sees that but they understand that that can happen on a Friday you know you got a guy that's playing in the rotation and and you know might not be able to play so you know how we kind of coach our guys is everybody has to be ready to play everyone typically besides a couple guys have to wear multiple hats for depth and that's going to be super important especially this year with all the unknown going on um you know I support Marvell I talked to him and obviously I told him I said I wanted you here and I'm down about it because uh, I had you know super high hopes for him this year but support the decision and he'll pick back up next year what happened last December that led to some problems with the secondary? Uh, for sure, number one thing would be communication. So, you know, when we had some new guys in there playing, the communication, everyone's speaking Spanish for six weeks, and then all of a sudden a couple guys are speaking French. And um, what I mean by that is everyone has to be on the same page in the back end, not just the corner nickel and the safeties, but the linebackers as well. So everyone has to be on the same page. Everyone has to know what each guy's doing within that call. And then you can be a cohesive unit. When you talk about pass defense, like everybody has to do their job. You can't have one guy that's, you know, not doing the right thing or, or freelancing, so to speak, or making an incorrect decision because that affects, it's like a trickle-down effect. That affects everybody. So I think the, the main thing that as a, as a staff that we talked about is to make sure the communication is we, we uh, took out some communication. I think we've, uh, I've improved as a coach. I think we all have, as have improved as far as, okay, like what do we need him to say? What do we want him to say? And then they all have to know those calls and be able to function. So um, from me, I, you know, I kind of take it personally because my guys weren't on the same page at the end there last year. And that's, that's not on them. It's on me. What are the challenges of this weird preseason? And how do you use it best in order to get ready for the regular season? Can you be ready for the regular season? Yeah, by the time we get to the opener, we should be up to speed and ready. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, prevent, it presents a little bit of a challenge um, with the physicality part of it because you're not playing preseason games. Um, you know, if you – if you took OTAs, and that's kind of where we're at right now as we start to ramp up, you're a little behind there. Um, but as far as the communication and the alignment assignment key technique, I think we'll be pretty close to, you know, where we should be going into week one. Um, you know, we, we put a huge emphasis on the physicality of block destruction and tackling. We're going to have to drill that probably more than we normally have just because they haven't done it. So, tackling is a skill so if you ask me to go tackle somebody and the first time you ask me to do it is week one well you know the success of that might be a little little down so we just got we just got to be smart as a coaching staff to put our guys in positions that they're going to have more so than the last couple of years of you know how to tackle a guy when he comes full speed ripping through there off the shelf um but we're we're we got a good plan for that Thanks to Jonathan Gannon for spending some time with us. Good to get to know the assistant coaches. These guys, they, uh, they don't talk to the media often, so it seems like they really kind of enjoy talking to the media. So uh, we enjoy talking to them.
Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock. It's live on Facebook and then on Periscope and Twitter at about 8.15. Love talking sports. Do it all day long. Write about sports. Talk about sports at my Substack uh, site as well as KentSterling.com and all over social media. Everything aggregates at KentSterling.com. As you well know, it's also spread via Facebook and Twitter. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.